Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Heaven. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will remind the Christian that our eternal destination and our eternal home is one that is of such immense glory that the Bible tells us that even our imaginations fall short of how great it will be. Heaven should be a constant source of our joy as well as a continual reminder to tell others about Him so that they can share in the same peace here on earth, knowing that their eternal home is with God Himself. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And if you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 10, But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, Say not in thine heart, Who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. How many of you are old enough to remember when Jacques Cousteau was the big deal and he was exploring the bottom of the ocean looking for all of life's answers? How many of you are old enough to remember that? Yeah. And uh, Jacques Cousteau was a rank humanist, rank evolutionist, really believed that he was helping mankind find all the answers. I read a quote from him not too long ago. He's, he's since gone, but talked about how there needed to be a mass genocide. Half of the humans in the world needed to be exterminated so plant life and ocean life could prosper. Folks, a lot of this stuff is a religion. It's couched as science, and there is much science in it. And I'm not against science. In fact, I'm not afraid of science. Science is just knowledge. True science just discovers what God put there in creation. That's not to be afraid of. But there's also science falsely so-called. I was at a restaurant one time, and they had a French dip sandwich. So the gal asked me what I wanted. I said, I want a Jacques Cousteau sandwich. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. What is Paul saying? Paul's saying, hey, the answer isn't up there. And the answer isn't down there. It's right here. God's put enough faith in your heart that if you want, you can exercise that faith with your lips and you can confess Jesus Christ as your Savior. Isn't that good news, folks? Jesus is talking to them about a place for them. And uh, so many of this other stuff turns uh, philosophical because people are looking for answers. And many times it turns into a modern Tower of Babel. I'm not against space exploration. They discover how to do a lot of pretty neat things that they bring back to our lives and uh, medical advancements even. But in the end, the answer isn't up there. You know what they're looking for now? Pick up your paper once in a while, and there isn't a week that goes by where they're not ballyhooing some scientist who's hoping that they're going to find a trace of moisture, of real water, of real H2O on another planet. You know why they're so anxious to find that? Because in order to start carping about evolution and life coming from other planets and starting this whole thing, because they've been pushed into a corner by creationists for so long. Because in the end, even if you want to say there was a big bang, who lit the fuse? You know, if you want to say this is some grand and glorious accident, who started it? Now they're looking at other planets and life from other planets coming over here. And they're just dying to find some moisture somewhere that resembles what we have. 
so they can tell a whole nother generation, hold off on the Bible, we're working on it, we're almost there. Another generation goes to hell on their lies. How many of you are old enough to remember when you went to high school, it wasn't global warming, we were all going to be frozen in a big iceberg with a bunch of mastodons. Young people, that was the 1970s. Oh, and by the way, if I live long enough, I'll see that whole thing cycle back to that again. They'll scuttle global warming. And they'll start telling you we're going to have another ice age. Folks, science philosophies about where man is going and building an ultimate utopia always fails. They don't have any answers. But we have, as Peter said, a more sure word of prophecy. Islam. Islam and the book, The Blood of Lambs, written by a man that was a, a terrorist at one time until he was converted to Christ. In the fourth chapter, he talks about as a little boy trying to understand uh, the Muslim concept of heaven. And he's sitting there in the house with his father and his uncles and some other relatives there. And they're talking about someone who had been a martyr, a terrorist, and the conversation goes like this. The moment he died, he woke up instantly in Jahan. Father said, Allah presented him with 72 virgins, women who had never been before touched by a man. And each virgin also had 72 virgins attending her. And all these women belonged to the man who died as Al-Shahid, a martyr. Now, if you do the math on that, that's 72 times 72, that's 5,184. Where did Muhammad get that? Uncle Khalid winked at Faud and grinned widely. It seemed my oldest brother thought this was a fine arrangement. But I sat and thought about it. 72 times 72. At six years old, I could not even count that high. Father, I said, you have only one wife in the house. And you fight all the time. How are you going to manage so many women? My uncles burst out laughing. And father smiled a little sheepishly. He thought it over for a moment, then said, the grace of Allah is sufficient. In Mormonism, only slightly less chauvinistic, there is the celestial kingdom. There is the terrestrial kingdom, which, by the way, are two Bible words, only they mean something different. Celestial is the heavenly one. Terrestrial is the terra firma you're standing on right now. And then they coined a third place. They coined a word called telestial. And so for you ladies, if you make it and you're worthy and your husband calls you up at the resurrection because you didn't get him mad the day before he died, come on, start getting squeamish with me. Then you can look forward to being pregnant for eternity because you're going to populate your own planet yourself. You say, preacher, where are you going in this system? According to them, there's only a handful of people who go to perdition. Baptist preachers who preach against Mormonism. Say, I don't believe that. Talk to the next missionary, you see. The Watchtower gang bangs on your door. They hand you a flyer. They hand you a booklet. It's got pictures of people. And, and they're, they're smiling, and they're, they're in a wonderful environment, maybe a very beautiful, clean city. Or, or uh, uh, having a picnic with the beautiful woods all around them and, and the animals are all smiling and getting along. 
And they're going to tell you about Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 5, where the Bible says the dead know not anything. And they're going to try to convince you that when you die, you're done. You don't have any consciousness. It's all about life on this earth later on. It's all about a kingdom here in the, in, on this earth later on. And that those, those that weren't worthy are annihilated. And if you read the book of Ecclesiastes, it's written from the standpoint of the man under the sun. And from the standpoint of the natural man, when someone dies, the dead know not anything. Folks, that one misuse of one portion of one scripture does not overthrow the entire body of what the scripture says about to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When I was raised a Roman Catholic, all the stories about heaven were that Peter was the gatekeeper there. Eventually, Mary took over. Hell, they had a biblical concept of it, except how to get out of it. Then they created two places that aren't found in the Bible. Limbo for little babies that die without Catholic baptism. It's not a bad place, but it's not in the presence of God. And then purgatory, that was my great hope. Purgatory was just like hell. If you didn't die bad enough to go to hell, if you didn't die good enough to go to heaven, you went to this middle place called purgatory. In purgatory, you suffer. But you're, you're paying for your sins. You're being purged. That's the word purgatory. And you pay for your sins in this place. And I guess you dance around on hot coals long enough until you've, 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 give, you've done your sentence, and then you're released, and then you get to go to heaven. And purgatory and the sale of indulgences to get people out of purgatory are what sparked the Protestant Reformation in the 1500s. Then the Seventh-day Adventist comes to your door and knocks, and he tells you about soul sleep. And he's misquoted and misused the same verse as the members of the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. But wait a minute. What's really sweeping the country these days is Eastern mysticism, Buddhism, and Hinduism with its different theories about reincarnation. George Harrison sang, My Sweet Lord. And during that song, they start with the background saying, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. And halfway through that song, it switches over to Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. It was a song to brainwash young people. And he kept talking about, I really want to see you, Lord. I really want to see you, Lord. But it takes oh so long. It takes oh so long. All these reincarnations, all these lives that a person has to live and live and live and live before he ever gets a chance to see God. The Buddhists and the Hindus, uh, 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 the Buddhists and the Hindus uh, differ mainly on the nature of the soul. Folks, you may take it for granted this morning because you know Christ and you have a no-so salvation. But do you realize what an anomaly that is? We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Heaven by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has reminded the Christian that perspective can help us get through anything knowing that our eternal home is literally called and described as heaven. With this in mind, the Christian can walk confidently and joyfully through this life, knowing that the best is yet to come. Nothing is more important in this life than knowing where you're going to spend eternity. And if you don't know for sure that you're going to heaven, we would like to encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church or perhaps come to one of our services. And we would love to show you from the Bible how you can know for sure that your eternal destination is heaven itself. 
And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page and follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.